here we go. Hello, hello. Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. If you did, or if you didn't really, uh, listen, I want to remind you that on Tuesday this week, I did an episode about five reminders that I believe that every successful woman needs to hear. And again, they are things that I feel are simple, but also profound and things that I know that so many women at the top of their game forget from time to time. And so I got through the first five and I wanted to give you just a few more points that I felt were really important, really powerful, and hopefully things that again, you can remember and embrace over and over again as you grow and as you evolve and really do your best to keep in mind and to put into practice, because again, just like I said in the first part, you know, I think so often we all want, you know, nothing but growth, nothing but upwards. And I would love to sit there and tell you that that's the reality, but I I just don't think it is. And again, that's not because the other shoe has to drop quote unquote. It doesn't mean that things are good so that they have to get bad. It's that Again, we are the women, we are the people on this planet that don't settle. We don't just accept comfort. We don't just accept enough. And so that means with every up level, some chaos and some confusion and some drama can happen. And again, my whole goal of all of this is to get you to a place where It might not be smooth sailing. It might not be 100% perfect, but you can also navigate it in a really clean and certain way because truly that's, it's what it feels like for me. And it's so important that I say that to you because now when I have moments that suck, because I do, I have moments that suck. It's not a situation where the world is over or I have to beat myself up or I have to freak out. I really navigate so much more smoothly and like I'm able to get back on the ball more quickly or I'm able to see what's going on a little bit more clearly than I was years ago. And again, I want that for you because I know, again, that these things are going to come up and they're important to embrace. And so the three other things that I wanna say, the first one, so point six, if you will, This sounds like a really silly thing to say and an overly simple thing to say, but you're allowed to be tired. You are allowed to be tired. I have literally had multiple calls over the past two weeks where people got on the phone with me and said something along the lines of, I don't know if I should do this. I don't know if I should push this launch back. I don't know if I should take a day off. I'm just so exhausted. I'm so tired. My my kids are sick. This has been happening. That has been happening. And like they so badly needed my permission to be like, it's okay that you're tired and it's okay that you're not operating at 150% capacity 24 hours a day. And actually you taking a day, God forbid, a couple days off is a, so something that you deserve. Like it's crazy that we even have to say that. Like, of course you deserve to take a few days off, but aside from just the deserving as a human being to not work 24 hours a day, but it's going to be a situation where when you give yourself the space and the energy and the, like the, the room really to get remotivated, to get re-inspired, 
the work that you are going to do is going to be so much greater and it's going to yield such better results anyway, that if there's no other reason to give yourself some time off, it's that. And I say this as somebody who for so many years worked so hard. And I feel like I keep saying that. And I feel like it sounds a little bit victim-y and I don't mean for it to, but there were so many moments over the past couple of years that I was in like the throes of working nonstop. And I definitely didn't have to be. I definitely didn't have to be. I made it so much harder in so many ways. And there's a million different reasons for that. Me not really being honest with myself around what I really wanted. Me believing, me operating from a place of fear, thinking that if I you know, took my foot off the gas, everything would fall apart. I spent a lot of time numbing myself with work. It felt so much easier to work. That felt more comfortable than you know doing some other things in life. And so my point is, is that like I know what it feels like to be nonstop working, and then to still feel guilty to stop working. I know what it feels like. I know how much fear there is that you could let money fall through the cracks, that you could you know, lose momentum somehow. And I, and I almost think it's, this is hard to explain and I kind of see it visually. It's not so much, it, we're not conscious that it's fear. The way that it feels like for me and, and for many people that I speak to, it's not so much that we're going to lose if we take some time off. It's that we're seeing the possibilities of what we could win if we were still working. And so we're like pushing ourselves to kind of still strive towards that thing and then making ourselves feel wrong for again, actually taking care of our bodies and resting when we actually truly need it. Right. And so I say all of that to just remind you here that you know, I think especially as women, I feel like so many of us, and especially as entrepreneurial women, I feel like so many of us pride ourselves on, again, achieving, right? We pride ourselves on, we can handle everything on our plate. And, you know, if God forbid we can't get to something at the end of the day, like it's so easy for us to beat ourselves up instead of recognizing that like we definitely maxed out our productivity hours for the day. Like it wouldn't even make sense for us to still feel inspired and lit up on 15 hour 15 of working. It wouldn't even make sense. But I want to remind you in a very simple way here that the job is never done, right? I think so often we want to get to this place where we've perfected everything. Everything is perfect now. Everything is figured out. And that's never, ever, 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 ever going to happen. I know you want to punch me when I say that over and over again, but it is true. It's never going to all be figured out. Things can wait for tomorrow. Things can wait till next week. And once you figure out that thing next week, something else is going to fucking come in for you to have to figure out. It's a never ending job that we have signed up for. And so you taking care of yourself, you taking care of your body, you taking care of your energy, you taking care of your brain, right? Allowing yourself to sleep and rest and take time off so you can actually be inspired. It's so incredibly important. And again, I know that if I'm speaking to the successful woman right now, I know you know this, but I also know that you're still probably still working too hard. I also know that you're laying in bed at night, waking up in the middle of the night, thinking about your Facebook ad or thinking about your next launch. I know that you are. And so I just want to remind you here that like, especially in what so many of us do as solopreneurs, as coaches, you are your product, right? You are your product. And so you feeling the best that you possibly can is really priority number one. But more than that, because that, that feels too basic to leave you with more than that, I want you to stop beating yourself up for being tired. 
I want you to stop making yourself wrong when you have taken on too much or you're stretched a little bit too thin and you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. It's okay to say, Hey, maybe I need to push this launch back. Maybe I need to ask for a little bit extra support here. Maybe I need to hire somebody to come over and cook dinner. Like who gives a shit? Sometimes those things are necessary. And I want so many of us just, again, as women, like in general, right. Especially for moms, I want us to stop making ourselves wrong for it overall. But also when it comes to your business, just understanding that like the, the self torture, right? Not only is it hurting you from a mental spot, right? From, and mentally it's going to hurt you, but it's really not going to help you make more money anyway. So you might as well drop it, right? You are a human, you have a human body. It needs rest. It needs time off and you can't possibly do and figure out everything right now anyway. So I want to beg you as much as possible to really stop trying and to again, honor yourself first and foremost. And in my experience, in my opinion, when you do that, the other things fall into place, which is a really cool and powerful thing. So the next thing that I want to say is that I want you to remember and to recognize every single day, as much as humanly possible that you aren't who you once were. I had a call with one of my favorite clients yesterday. She's just been a joy to work with and just such a, such a badass, but also like just one of the kindest people and like the funniest clients that I've ever worked with. And she's, again, she's such a joy. And in a nutshell, she had started her business. She, she's had a business for a while, but due to COVID last year, her business kind of got uprooted and she had to change a lot of different things. And she was kind of like catapulted into the world of online business, not knowing a ton about it coming from a brick and mortar background. And her first launch didn't go all that well because of the fact that she was essentially a baby, right? Like this was the first time that she was doing something. Now, flash forward to November, 2021, she has made multiple six figures. She is again, this badass who has taken massive action, who has created so much success, knows what she's doing, gives her clients incredible results. And she was, we were talking about a strategy for next year. And she was like, well, I don't know if I like, I'm afraid to do that because it didn't work when I did it before. And I was like, that's like you being like, I couldn't like drive a car when I was a baby. Like we're, we're talking about completely like apples and oranges. You didn't know what you didn't know then. And the circumstance now is completely, completely, completely different. I can't tell you how many times I've had calls with like conversations with people where they're like, oh, well, I've tried, I tried to charge, you know, $497 last time and nobody bought and I'm like, okay, but like you're selling something completely different. The circumstance is completely different right now. What the fuck does that have to do with what you did last time? And I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it. But I think so often when we have a moment that feels like a failure, where it was a moment where we tried to do something and we didn't get the results that we wanted, we kind of carry that moment. And so often I don't think we're seeing it logically about like what it was actually about because it wasn't about 497. It wasn't about the strategy itself. It probably wasn't about the topic itself. There are so many different things. All of this is so layered. There are so many different factors that determine whether or not something is or is not going to be successful. And so the idea that because it didn't work work previously. I understand if that's giving you fear, 
But if the desire is more important than fear, if the excitement is more important than fear, like you really want to do this thing, that's where you need to make it your mission to get behind that thing and the way that you want to do it. And you get to say, fuck what happened in the past, like fuck what happened previously. Cause it really doesn't matter. And I don't mean to, again, say that from this place of like, I don't know, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't sound like a nice thing to say, but it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter because again, every single circumstance, every single thing that we're doing again, is going to be different based on all of those variables, let, let alone when we've grown, let alone when we have a bigger audience, so on and so forth. I, I'm feeling called to say this because I was, I was kind of talking about this. I, I like using extreme examples sometimes because I think sometimes when we're in our own situation, we can't really see things clearly. And I like to be able to like throw in an extreme circumstance, right? To kind of, uh, I don't know, like light up, like just how silly things can be sometimes the way that we're looking at them. And so my point is, is I was talking to somebody about like how much they had to show up or something like for their business. And like, do I have to do live videos or do I have to do, uh, I don't know, like a lot of posts. I forget the exact conversation. And they were like, somebody else doesn't like this person online, this, like this more, you know, uh, the successful person who has made a lot of money, who has a lot of followers, she doesn't do that. So I don't think I have to do it. And I feel like I'm like not the only one saying this, but I feel like a lot of people don't say this online because it can sound mean, but you like, I'm not sitting there saying that like you are not as smart or as talented or as much of a leader as the person who's making way more money and who has way more followers. I'm not saying that at all. You could be 900 times better at what you do than that person. But at the end of the day, the facts are the facts that if one person has an audience and an established business and the other person doesn't, we're in a slightly different situation, right? And so the example that I use, I was like, you could have somebody who is a way better singer and songwriter and all these things than Taylor Swift, which obviously there's no better songwriter than Taylor Swift, but you know, you, you understand what I'm saying here. Like you could have somebody who is way more talented, right? And you can have Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift announces a surprise album that's coming out tonight. And obviously the people paying attention are a little bit grander than that person who might be more talented, but doesn't have an actual following, right? Like that feels really an obvious, like no shit Sarah thing to say. And, but so again, I'm using that example because it's not about the talent all the time. It's not always about the, like the person doing the job. The fact of the matter is, is like you being more established, you having more people in your world, you having more people who know about you, it lends itself to allowing things to be easier. And it lends itself to allowing for money and sales to come in that much more quick, quickly and more seamlessly. And so I want you to, again, to use that as an example of like, if you have been in two different boats, if you're in the evolved, more popular, more established boat, we don't have to look at what happened when you were not there, right? Because again, it was a completely different circumstance. And so I say all of that to just, again, remind you here that like when we're starting in business, we're completely different people. We're, we're completely different in terms of like what we know already, like the ways in which we believe in ourselves, the way in which other people believe in us, so on and so forth. And so while there's so much beauty and there's so much validity in doing things the way that we have done, right? I never want to reinvent the wheel or, you know, find problems essentially that don't actually exist. I never want to change things without purpose while at the same time, you have to have moments from time to time where you recognize that like, 
I'm not who started this thing. I'm not who started this strategy. I'm not who failed the last time. And therefore I have to make sure that my self-perception essentially catches up with all the work and all of the progress and the momentum that I have made and operate as a slightly different person, not a completely different person, but a up-leveled, a more evolved version of that human being. Because again, we, we learn and we grow so much day by day. And I, I think it can be very easy for us to sit in a space where we're just doing the things day in and day out. And we don't realize that we're leaps and bounds ahead of where we were six months ago. And then we're still doing things that way. And we actually really need to evolve and grow. If you haven't listened to the episodes on uh, your business pivoting and evolving, I think those were two really important ones. Um, I don't remember what numbers they are off the top of my head, but they were previous episodes that would definitely help you if you are somebody who's transitioning a little bit. But again, at every stage, it's a situation where we have to let go of the past a little bit. We have to kind of shed the layers of who we've been and recognize and remember that we're stepping into a new version of ourselves. And that new version is probably going to have different results. And we certainly don't have to limit ourselves based on what may or may not have happened in the past. Okay. The third thing or the eighth thing, if we're talking about the two uh, parts here, the eighth thing is one of the things that I get the most fired up talking about. And the reason I get the most fired up talking about it is A, I speak to so many people who are struggling with this and I want to make, I want to shake them all and make them understand this. But the reason I get fired up to shake them and understand this is because I wish I had shaken myself and understood this way earlier. And the point is, is that FOMO will fuck you. I can't possibly express enough how much I believe this. I can't tell you how many times I've had calls with clients where they're not clear on what the first program that they're selling is going to be, but they're worried about the upsell. They're worried about the downsell. They're worried about what they're selling people into two months from now and all these other things and how they're going to market it a million different ways when they haven't figured out their launch plan that's right in front of them. I can't tell you how many people are obsessed over bringing new people into their world, lead generation, and you know, getting new followers, and they're not marketing to their existing followers. I can't tell you how many times I've spoken to people where they're sitting there, you know, wanting to get their content all over Pinterest and they don't have a Pinterest business account at all. And meanwhile, they're like not posting on the platforms that they already have. I like, I really feel like this has been one of my top problems as a business owner that I see so many possibilities and I see so many ways of making money. I see so many things that I could be doing so many shiny objects that it feels like I feel like a kid in a candy store. Like I feel like there are so many cool things that I could be doing to get my name and my work out there into the world. But then I also have to remember that like I'm one person, I have a small team, I want a small team and I can't possibly do everything and I have to make peace with that over and over and over again. And I'm bringing this up again because I speak to still, again, so many six, multiple six figure business owners who, you know, they want to sell one thing, but then again, they're like, They'll, they'll, they'll work on a program, for example, for a while, and then it's time to launch the program. And then like the pro the, the launch can sometimes like not be done according to plan. And it's because they're like focused on the next thing that's after it. And I get it. It's not a criticism because I really, truly understand. I've been there so many times. I struggle with this myself, but 
especially when I'm zoomed out, right? When I'm talking to clients, I'm zoomed out. I get to see things more clearly than I do when my own emotions are in my business, right? And just like theirs, that's why coaching exists. I can see so clearly that like you doing something and not to the best of your ability, especially in the more evolved phases of your business, it's never helpful. It's never, ever, 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 ever helpful. I had somebody yesterday who was talking to me, one of my, another favorite client. She was talking to me about how like, she's been working on this one thing for a while now and she was all set to launch it. And then she kind of felt like, let me worry about a couple other things too, because what if the thing number one didn't get me to my goals? And I was like, well, number one, why are we launching it if we don't think it's going to get to our goals? Cause that, that's what needs to be assessed. We've got to figure out what's going on here that like, you're already believing that it's not going to get you there. I was like, number two, why have we talked about it for so long? Right. We've been talking about this thing for so long. Like let's address what, where the uncertainty is happening here. Because again, this has been something that is in progress for so long. Let's make sure that we're stretching it and we're capitalizing on it as much as possible versus half-assing it. Not that she was half-assing it, but like not doing it to the best of her ability only to be on to that next thing where again, the efforts are just spread thin. I, I, again, one of the things I believe the most deeply is that like, if you want plan A to work, you can't have a plan B, C, D, and E. If you want to get this thing, you have to believe in that thing and getting the thing that you want, the amount of sales that you want, the, 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 the relationship that you want, right? Like you have to sit there and be steady around. These are the things that I desire and this is how it's going to go for me. And I'm unwilling to settle for any, anything less because if you were sitting there saying like, I am going to make X amount of dollars on this thing and this thing is going to sell and this thing is going to be my successful launch, but then you're abandoning it, you know, barely, like barely five minutes into it because you're working on the next thing. To me, that's not strategic, right? And a lot of people, I know a lot of people talk about this online with like, oh, people say you can't sell two things at once. And I'm never sitting here telling you what you can or you can't do, but I am saying that it is very, very, very rare. It has been very rare that I've talked to somebody that them wanting to sell a second or third thing or like go all in on those other things while they're doing the first thing, it has almost never been strategic. It's never been intentional. It's been a, well, I don't know if this is going to work out. So let me make sure that I'm doing other things behind the scenes just in case. And to me, I get that again, trust me, I get that. But I also want to remind you to say, fuck that. And I want you to like leave behind the idea of like, I could be missing out. So let me chase, let me, let me follow my fear. And instead, this is a moment for you to get more anchored in plan A, because again, in my experience, in my opinion, when there's no other choice, but plan for, but for plan A to work, that is when it works versus when, if we're just abandoning ship five minutes in, it's not shocking that the original plans that we have had are not shaping out the way that we ultimately wanted them to. And so again, if you are somebody who is in this position where you're making money in your business, you're doing a good job. You're, you're again, you're, you're making money. You're getting the sales. You know what you're doing little by little. I want you to drop the layers of what you could be missing out on from a strategic perspective, from a selling perspective, all of it, and re-anchor yourself into this is what I want to do. And this is how it's going to go for me. And the idea that it couldn't go that way for me is laughable. It's not even something I'm going to entertain. Again, this is what I want. This is how I want it to go for me. And I am going to tinker and tweak and fix that thing before I jump to the next thing, right? I want you to go all in on what's in front of you versus being all over the place. And 
I, I try my best not to be like, you have to do this, right? Like, and I try to like, not try to like shove things down your throat in that way, but this is one I will shove down your throat. <laughs> this is one that I will say that if you don't know what's right in front of you, please stop worrying about the next 16 steps. Not that I don't want you to plan for the future, but there's a difference between planning for the future and also like being so ahead that you're again, not doing a good job with what you have now. I used the example yesterday. I was like, this is like, if you are, you know, buying a bunch of exercise equipment and every single time a new piece of exercise equipment comes, you're not using it, but then you're buying the next one. Oh, this is going to be the thing that helps me. Right? No, the thing that's going to help you is going to be the thing that you do, right? It's going to be the thing that you actually get on and you're consistent with. And again, it's the same thing with all of this in business. Decide what you're going to do, do it well, do it consistently and really give it no other chance, but to work. And again, that's not to say that you're never going to have moments, but you're going to be a lot better off if you get on right. The piece of exercise equipment and feel into it and get better at it and strengthen the muscles, if you will, you're never going to benefit from like not trying and then going to the next thing that will never help you. FOMO will fuck you in that way over and over and over again. And I want you to just remember less stuff, better stuff here. And you don't have to do a million things to make more money. And you certainly don't have to chase every freaking shiny object on the planet because there are a lot and you will drive yourself crazy. And I know that you as the successful business owner, Yes, you want more money. Yes, you want more sales. Yes, you want more success. I know, but I also know you want more sanity and more happiness and more lightness, if you will. And so you have to choose that, right? No torture vibes, no torturing yourself over and over about all the things that are available to you. Choose what you want to do and do them well and make peace with that. And that's like, if I could again, shake you and make you understand how important that's been to me, I would. And so I'm just begging you to really wrap your brain around that and embrace that as well, because I believe it is deeply, deeply important again for your success and for your sanity. And that's important to me that I'm helping you with those things. Okay. I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.